Hello and welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. It is an ooky spooky episode of Soulmates. Ooh, Rachel insert spooky sounds. <laughs> yes, it's almost Halloween. Can you believe it? I cannot. This month has absolutely flown by, but we're excited that Halloween is right around the corner, and I hope that you are too. As a way to celebrate, we are doing what today, Emily? We are going to talk about some Korean urban legends that are spooky. So we're going to be reading you some short spooky stories. Very short. Very, very short. (laughs) Concise. (laughs) Spooky stories for our episode this week. And you'll have to let us know in comments on Facebook or via email if you have heard of any other myths that you would like to share with us. Yes, we're always down for a good spooky story. So the first one we're going to talk about is a story of virgin ghosts. They're called Chonyo Guishin, and they're basically everywhere, according to Korean myth. They're in abandoned buildings, hospitals, schools, bathrooms, cemeteries, wooded areas... You know, pretty much anywhere spooky. They almost always have long black hair covering their face with very sullen features, and they're dressed in, like, white nightgowns and stuff like that. Imagine the grudge or the ring, something like that. You supposedly know when you're in the presence of one, when you feel a sudden change in temperature, if the wind changes direction, or if you suddenly get the chills. That's when you're in the presence of these virgin ghosts. Ooh, virgins, ah! <laughs> so when you, like, put the air conditioning on too low in your house, you're like, ooh, that's cold. <laughs> the ghost turned it down. Yep. <laughs> Here's just one short story about a Chonyo Guishin. There was a man that lived on the topmost floor of an apartment building. The man woke up one night to someone knocking on the door. He asked who it was, and a voice said, Close your eyes and count to a hundred. Do not make a sound or you will die. He opened the door and there was no one there. Being a superstitious man, he closed his eyes and started to count to one hundred in his head. He remained still until he got to forty-nine. But then he opened his eyes out of curiosity. In front of him was a Chonyo Guichen, staring right back. So the next thing we're going to talk about actually is not really a story, but it has to do with kind of a, a Korean myth. And I find this interesting because we use this a lot in American culture and it doesn't really mean anything. But apparently writing one's name in red means bad luck or even death. And red ink is used to write the name of the deceased, not the living. That's really interesting, because we don't really coordinate colors with being, like, alive or dead. But I can just imagine having a red pen or a marker or something, and, like, a little kid being like, I'm gonna write my name! And then their mom being like, no! Yeah. (laughs) Not the red crayon! I wonder if they don't sell red crayons. I don't know. Or red markers, or if they're strongly used. So, if you're in Korea, don't write your name in red ink. Yeah, and I guess when they grade papers, they don't use red ink either. No. 
So this next urban legend is called the Slit-Faced Woman. And you may have heard of it because it's also a a very popular myth in Japan as well. We're going to tell you a spooky story about the Slit-Faced Woman. A man is sitting in an empty subway car when a tall, thin woman walks in and sits in front of him. Her hair is dark and long. It covers most of her face, but he can see that she has a red surgical mask on. Thinking nothing of it, he leans back and watches the door close. The man notices her eyes, and she catches him staring. He smiles at her. She asks the man, Am I pretty? Taken back, the man stammers, Yes. She takes her mask off, revealing the rest of her face. There is a gash from ear to ear, showing her gums, teeth, and ligaments. She screams at the man, Am I pretty now? In terror, the man tries to get as far away from the woman as possible. She takes out a scalpel and makes her way to him when the doors open and the man runs out. Pretty spooky. Yes, very spooky. Yeah, so the slit-faced woman um, with a surgical mask, you think she's normal, and then... What? What? <laughs> so don't stare at women, kids. <laughs> don't stare at people. <laughs> this one is not a story, but it kind of goes more with Korean ghosts. South Korean schools are often said to be haunted, and especially these bathrooms. I just think Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. The reason that some bathrooms are considered haunted is because that's the most common place for suicide. Yeah. So, there's a bunch of ghost stories. Some say that people are driven to suicide in the stalls, that toilets flush themselves. Sometimes you hear phantom crying. These are all super common claims. The weirdest haunted bathroom legend suggests that ghosts live in the toilets, and they may stick their hands out while you're on the toilet and ask whether you want red toilet paper or blue toilet paper. If you choose red, the ghost cuts you, and if you choose blue, the ghost suffocates you. (laughs) How lovely! (laughs) It's like, good luck shitting in peace at school. (laughs) (laughs) Just worried that a hand's gonna come out from under you. (laughs) Be like, what color, kid? (laughs) So what would you choose, Emily, knowing your fate? Um, I guess suffocating, because I don't really want to be stabbed. Yeah. All right, our next one is kind of, it's not really a story, it's just an urban legend. But according to urban legend, somewhere in a small village in South Korea, people heard a human voice coming out of a grave, a mass grave. Spooky. In which they had just buried dozens of cattle who died from foot and mouth disease. When they opened the grave, they found a human body within. The deceased person was wanted by a loan shark. An investigation led to the discovery of dozens of bodies buried in similar pits across South Korea, all of whom were supposedly victims of the loan shark. Nothing like this appears in police records, though, so it's just internet rumor. So it's just one of those urban legends. We have a lot of them here that's like, ooh. Yeah. It did not happen, but it's still pretty spooky. Yeah, for sure. So here's another legend. 19-year-old Karuko lived on the 14th floor of her building. She was coming home late from university one night and entered into the elevator in her building. Just as the doors were about to close, a handsome man stuck his hand in to stop them. 
he stepped into the elevator with Karuko and stood very close to her. The man told Karuko he lived on the 13th floor. The two flirted a little bit until the elevator reached his floor. He got out and said, I'll see you upstairs. Pulled out a knife and laughed maniacally as he headed to the staircase. Before she could do anything, the elevator doors closed. No matter what button she hit, the elevator continued. Karuko met her death when the elevator doors opened again. Many people say that this is a true story, because elevators now have a stop button in South Korea. People still think this crazy murderer guy is still out there murdering people. So don't trust handsome men in the elevator. Yeah. If a person gets on an elevator with you alone and you feel, like, threatened, call 911 and get off as soon as possible. (laughs) The next urban legend is this. North of Seoul, there is a highway called Jairo, which connects Goyang to Paju. The area is known for its frequent foggy weather, which is the culprit behind a slew of car accidents every year. Not all locals believe the fog is the reason for the accidents, however. They believe something supernatural is afoot. Drivers have claimed to see a young, waifish woman who appears to be wearing sunglasses hanging out on the side of the road. When drivers get closer, however, they discover the alleged woman wasn't wearing sunglasses. Her eyes were gouged out. Spooky. Yikes. (laughs) Our final urban legend. And one I think that is the most popular um, Korean superstition, because of how weird it is, (laughs) is that if you go to sleep... With a fan on, you will die! If you go to sleep with a fan on in your bedroom with the door closed, yes, you will die. It's something about sucking the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. That basically they're like, you will suffocate from this fan. This is not scientifically proven. Nope. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a superstition. It's weird. But people will not sleep with the fan on and you will not find any overhead fans. That's super weird (laughs) to me. I mean, like, if I sleep with, like, a floor fan, like, in my face at night, like, my sinuses get really messed up, and I could see that maybe you might suffocate briefly (laughs) because you can't (laughs) breathe in that moment, but your body has so many, like, fail-safes to, like, force you to breathe that I don't think that's probably where it came from. I'm not really sure if, if there was a death that was associated with this or not, but... It's an old, old, old legend, too, so. Yeah. I mean, obviously not super, super old, but yeah. it's still pretty old. I love to sleep with a fan on. I love that white noise. Yeah. I do it every night, and I'm still alive, so. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like the fan traps the air inside of it. Or that you'd be able to vacuum seal your room enough to, like, not have any airflow happening whatsoever. It just seems far-fetched to me, but that is a real myth. <laughs> That is believed in South Korea, so. Very quickly, can you think of any urban legends from American culture or the South? I think of immediately, if you're on a highway, like a, like a two-lane highway, and a car's coming at you without their headlights on, and you flash your headlights to remind them, it's actually a gang initiation, and then they come back and kill you. Yeah. I just remember the fucking chain email thing that was going around that was like, 
this woman was driving home from work and there was a semi that followed her all the way into her driveway that kept flashing their lights on. And it was because there was someone in her back seat who was trying to stab her, like, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, you should, like, check your back seat yeah. when you get in the car, but, like, uh, our, like, main urban legend in Florida is our version of Bigfoot. Yeah, the skunk ape. The skunk ape. He's his own cryptid. I mean, there have definitely been times, because I live at my parents' house, which is pretty close to the Ocala National Forest. Like, that's just, like, a big open forest of nothing for miles and miles and miles. And weird-ass people live in there. Yeah, people actually live in this forest. People actually live in that forest. And, I mean, I just feel like a lot of the times people are driving really late at night through ONF, the Ohio National Forest, and they see, like, a bear on the side of the road that maybe, like, standing to get something. And they're like, it's a skunk cape! (laughs) When in reality, it's just a bear. (laughs) (laughs) I think it got started because... Like, I think there was a zoom of the Everglades mm-hmm. where an orangutan escaped mm-hmm. and some people mm-hmm. saw it, like, on the side of a road or something. And they were like, oh my god, it's Bigfoot! Also, I've heard that that's substantiated by, like, just it being a homeless person with a lot of clothing on them and being yeah. very hairy and tall and walking on the side of the road. Like, <laughs> it's very possible also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot is real. <laughs> we believe. <laughs> we believe. There's actually one from my um, hometown in Ocala, actually. There's this road right off of the road that actually goes through Ocala National Forest. It's a continuation of Baseline Road if you live near Ocala. You basically take this road through like this really sharp S-curve, and everybody in Ocala calls it Dead Man's Curve. And I drive through it all the way. It's actually on the way to one of my friend's parents' house. But it's called Dead Man's Curve because the police found a man strapped to the tree who had been burned alive on that curve. So it's said to be haunted by this guy. I can't think of one exactly from my hometown of, like, West Palm Beach area, but there in South Florida there's a place called the Devil Tree that supposedly people, like, have sacrificed victims to satan near yeah and and the tree is like inhabited by satan supposedly so there's that also just in gainesville there was in 1990 the gainesville student murders Mm -hmm. where a serial killer who was known in the papers as the gainesville ripper killed five people here which was a horrible tragedy if you live in gainesville there's a wall on 34th street and it's always covered in graffiti you're allowed to graffiti it um, and right in the middle is a memorial to the victims. Yeah. So if you're driving by, you'll see it. It's in black and red and white. It's right in the middle. I guess that's like the spooky, scary story of Gainesville <laughs> is that yeah, there was a serial killer. Yeah, we had um a serial sexual assaulter also. Oh yeah, not the, that long ago. <laughs> the rowdy rape tile. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. rowdy rape tile. Yeah. There was also someone who was peeing on people. The serial pisser. (laughs) (laughs) Gainesville's a beautiful place. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Ocala has another weird urban legend, too. A lot of people think there is a structured sewer system underneath Ocala where, like, Illuminati-esque cults (laughs) meet. I cannot make this shit up. First of all, limestone and it being very porous and not being able to hold up a structure like that, but also (laughs) 
this like Illuminati-esque cult is just hysterical in this small like horse They're town. meeting in the Warrens. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd be really shook if there was Illuminati in Ocala. <laughs> just of all places. <laughs> of all places. They're like, we need a central location for Florida. <laughs> Let's end this spooky, scary podcast with some spooky, scary recommendations. My recommendation is Trick or Treat by Grace. My recommendation is Zombie High, also by Grace. Woo! Woo! Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast on Korean myths and urban legends and some Florida myths and urban legends tossed in. Hey. hey. You guys can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. Follow us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can listen to our podcast anywhere the podcasts are normally found. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, follow us so that you'll know every time we put out a new episode, which is every Friday. (laughs) Exactly. Y'all, we will see you next Friday with our K-pop roundup for October. Bye. Bye. Scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween!